This is Leave Your Mark. I'm Vince Cortez, and today's guest is Daryl Whiten. Daryl's a very dear friend of mine. He's from Frederick, Maryland. He and I met at Clarion University on a basketball scholarship where the final two years he was the team captain. Um, he would go on after graduating with a communications degree from Clarion University to be a coach and develop his career out in the community. Now, he has many titles. He's a broadcaster, a board of director. He works with the Men's Fellowship. He does charity work, and he's a member of the Frederick Maryland Hall of Fame. I want to thank you for being here today, Daryl. Appreciate your time and being here sharing your story. Thank you, man. I truly appreciate the opportunity. Truly a blessing. Today's sponsor is Hello Yoga World. Yoga for the Earth and all her citizens, powered by Web3 technology. Hello Yoga World is a global community yoga enthusiast combining ancient wisdom with crypto economics to elevate human consciousness and regenerate Mother Earth. Hi there and welcome. Now it's time for America's favorite podcast. Leave your mark with your host, Vince Cortez. If it's fly, loose fit it, it's Cortez. If freeze and chubbies in it, it's Cortez. Leave your mark is about inspiring the world, one guess at a time. Pass the word from Brooklyn to Pittsburgh, from urban to suburb, it's Cortez. You heard? And here is our host, Vince Cortez. Well, uh, just to, I just want to touch on a quick thing because my situation of going through my cancer and Daryl and I are friends for, we figured it out over 35 years now. Uh, he was an integral part, him and his family, his mom and the women at the church in helping me heal. Uh, we were taking phone calls at 5.30 a.m. and just praying for healing. And, and I want to officially thank you for that. That meant a lot to me. And it speaks of your character that we're going to talk about here for the next 20 minutes or so. So I appreciate that very much. Well, you're quite welcome, uh, you know, Vince. I mean, the whole thing, man, is to God be the glory. We're glad that we were able to link up and, you know, be able to pray for you and pray with you. So, I mean, it's truly a blessing, um, yeah, you know, to be able to, you know, disseminate those things to you. So thank you. That was is fantastic. I really like that. Okay, so share with me what was life like in uh, Frederick, Maryland. Your dad, Preston, and your mom, Diane, and uh, what was life like in in Frederick, Maryland, in your youth? Well, you know, I mean, growing up in public housing, you know, and one of the biggest things is that, you know, as as you're growing up, you know, you you see more or less the core sports and you see what's going on, and and you want to basically to have an opportunity you know, to maybe someday get out and someday to be able to come back and, and give what was given to you. And that's hope and opportunity. And, you know, my whole thing was that, you know, my mom, she just really stressed that the education component, education component, as long as you can read and write, you know, you can pretty much do, you know, anything that you want to do. Um, so just grew up, um, you know, playing sports, um, you know, particularly basketball, baseball, you know, all of the core sports, even played tennis. Um, but it was just that, that one thing that, you know, just, just saw that round ball. Um, I didn't want the ball to use me. I wanted to use it. Um, and, and was definitely truly a blessing to be able to get involved in some of the youth leagues. Um, and my mom, you know, she, she worked really hard, uh, made a lot of sacrifices, um, you know, for the things for my brother and I, you know, for sure. 
you know, whether that was working long hours or whether that was working many or multiple jobs, uh, just to make sure, you know, that we were actually being able to be taken care of, you know, along with my grandmother and my uncle Ray, you know, th th those folks, you know, just made sure that we were, that we had what we needed, not so much had what we wanted, you know, there's a difference, you know, had the things that we need in order to, you know, be successful and actually, you know, try to obtain the dreams, you know, that we actually um, wanted to do. You mentioned you picked up the sports. Now you accelerated in the basketball right away, actually earlier than your high school days. So share with me who may have been an influence in you with the basketball and uh, how your desire picked up and to really go after it. Well, you know, one of the things is that, you know, I, I was a I was a manager of ball boy, you know, for the local high school team. And, and I just always wanted to be around, you know, those, the, you know, that group of uh, individuals. And you know, it, it's been several, you know, folks that basically, you know, that, that more or less I call them octopuses, you know, that, that mm -hmm. actually, you know, were able to help me and steer me in the right direction. You know, I, I'll probably uh, lose quite a few. Um, miss a couple of names if I, you know, begin to name them all. But, you know, my uncle Ray, he was very inspiring, you know, it, it, as far as, you know, playing this game and, and, and getting the right tools and stuff. And then as he, as he put you in um, the right situations, you know, you begin to meet guys and, you know, the older, you know, generation. I mean, of course here, you know, we, we had a lot of folks that actually, you know, played this game of basketball and, you know, Kevin Allen, you know, who was a great point guard that I thought um, at Frederick High School. He was an outstanding basketball player. I had a guy by the name of, uh, you know, Allen Green, who was another good player. And then Benji Biggis. And, you know, the list goes on and on and on. A lot of guys in this community that did things. But one guy that, you know, that got me really thinking about youth and giving back was a gentleman by the name of T.J. Swan. Um, you know, God rest his soul, he, he's passed away, but he always was involved in doing things uh, with youth. And, and I like, I, you know, I kind of like those things, you know, how he was giving back. He went, he was a graduate of Morgan State University. Um, and then he came back to the community and was, and was more or less um, doing a lot of good things, you know, with, with the young people and along with like Willis Hall uh, was another person. But, you know, I just always, you know, once I was able to, you know, play this game that we call basketball, I was just envisioned that, you know, one day I'll be able to return back and give what was given to me. And that was hope and opportunity. Wow. Now, you're three year letterman at Frederick High School and I think it's a dream of every high school ball player to, to be awarded a scholarship and really on any level. And it's a, it's a, a mark of achievement. So you get a scholarship to Clarion university. So, I mean, this was like life had begun to take root for you on another level now. So share with me when you knew you got recruited, you got the scholarship, what began to go through your mind and how are you preparing for what was next? Well, the thing of it is, it's like as you play and, you know, this game that we that we love so much basketball. And then next thing you know, you get a letter or, you know, not an email because there was no emails back then. <laughs> you get that snail mail or you get a phone call and you just wonder, I mean, what is this all about? Um, and my high school coach um, at the time, Bud Rogers, uh, who was who was definitely like a father figure to me, he had passed away as well. You know, I mean, he started to, you know, generate and, and to let me know exactly what this is all about. 
But when I when, when I got that opportunity, you know, at, at, at several colleges um, and to go to Clarion, you know, to hear that voice from Joe D. Gregorio, you know, <laughs> and, and to offer, you know, offer me an athletic, uh, you know, scholarship. I mean, that was just basically saying to God be the glory, you know, dreams do come true. Uh-huh. So I was really excited about that. And, you know, it was like I was just going to another level. Um you know, really having an opportunity because, you know, growing up and you're, you're only five, six, five, seven, you know, you spend a lot of time on the basketball court and Clinton guys will basically say, you know, you're not going to make it. You're too short. You're not going to do this. No way. You know, nobody's actually ever done this. So my whole thing was that, you know, I just continue to have that driving force, you know, to be successful. You know, again, some people say, you know, you, you do things to, to, to prove people wrong. That wasn't me. I was just, you know, having a driving force actually to obtain a goal. Um, and the goal of mine was basically be able to go and play at the next level. And, and it's important that you say that because a lot of folks, you know, me as a college coach, and a lot of folks basically, you know, some of the high school coaches may sell that pie in the sky to student athletes and, hey, you're D1, you're D1, you're D1. You know, then they don't become D1, so then they feel like they're a bust. You know, my thing is that I always tell um, our student athletes, especially when I was at the high school level, is that, you know, you have the ability to play at the next level then what level is going to determine how well you do on and off the court? And it's only 7%, you know, of student athletes that actually get a college scholarship. So I always try to tell them, don't focus on the level, be appreciable, be appreciative and stay humble, you know, on the opportunity, because that's the most important thing. As you know, Joe DeGregory, we had a sign in our locker room. It said, the sure way to miss success is to miss the opportunity. So as long as we focus on the opportunity, not the level, you'll be very successful. NFTs are appearing everywhere, even in yoga. Hello Yoga World is an NFT uniting people worldwide. People come to me beautiful artwork with unique elements of yoga and sacred geometry and stay for the heartfelt community. Global yoga and meditation events and collaborate with other people from around the world to build a more sustainable planet. To learn more or mint your art, and join their community in making a global scale impact, visit helloyogaworld.com. So th- this is fantastic. Now, I do want to touch on, because you step outside after you graduated Clarion, and you go into public service work, and you're a probation officer. And this goes on for 25 years. So how did how did the decision come to be in that uh, skill set or that career? And you had all this motivation with the athletics and the developmental skills and your education in a different category. So kind of explain to me how the two worked out. And then obviously the sports was your true love and it, it takes over later on. But this is a very interesting uh, job of which you took here. Yeah, it is. And, and I don't know if you remember, well, when I was a freshman at, at Clarion, you know, I, I was actually, you know, studying and, and taking a lot of uh, criminal justice law classes and stuff. You know, I thought maybe that might have been the road I wanted to take, but then I veer off and, you know, end up going into communications. But, you know, it, it lines up, being a probation officer, it lines up exactly, you know, what I think my mission is, like they say, you know, you are God's, what, what you are is God's gift to you, what you become is your gift to God. And, and I think my whole thing was that to be able to help young folks and to be a juvenile probation officer, you know, well over 25 years, I've seen the highs and I've seen the lows, but most importantly, I always say this too shall pass. 
and 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 when you're when you're probation officer, you, you have to look at the holistic approach. You know, what is your goal? And my thing is that, you know, I always tell folks, I don't lock them up. I try to lift them up. It's all about empowerment because you don't want folks to graduate from the juvenile system and end up now going to the adult system and trying to get another degree. You know, you want to basically try to hone in on them then uh, on, on that particular setting and being able to get into this line of work. I, I couldn't have chose a better, I couldn't have been blessed with a better field. It matches with your personality and hearing your your upbringing and, and what you went through. So the idea that you wanted to give back, it, it played out in, in full with your studies and, and then just positioning yourself to happen. So if you would share with me what uh, is going on with the Virginia Department of Juvenile Justice Board, uh, you're uh, on the beat the beat the odds board of director like one thing begets another and you you basically have two careers paralleling each other and, and what it is is basically about you know putting together strategic plans you know for you know for young people um, which is the most important thing and again you know it, it's not about you it's about them um, and as you put together these strategic plans you know you're, you're trying to see you know what's in the betterment of young people you know, sometimes you, you, you may folks be able to, you know, you have to agree to disagree sometimes and, and your idea may not be, be the one, but, 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 the, but to get you on the right track, you got to say, who is this going to benefit? Um, you know, is it benefiting me or is it benefiting them, uh, which is the most important thing. And then you're talking about beating the odds. Um, and one of the most important things about beating the odds is that, you know, knowing that, uh, you, you may be in an arena or you may have had some short uh, falls and, and folks basically saying that it will never happen. But you have to be able to, you know, reward those folks that have struggled and now they're basically propelling. Because I always say that the life didn't fail, their life basically propelled. Uh, and, and that's what it's all about, you know, as they continue to grow and get better. Because, you know, one day they'll probably have a family. And, and you're hoping that somewhere you're able to, you know, break that cycle and say, you know, you can and you are somebody. You know, I always tell young folks when I had a youth group years ago and, and some of the folks still talk to me, but I always say, if your mind can conceive it and your heart can believe it, then you know you can achieve it because you are somebody. Now you got to have that mindset to now believe what it is that you're talking about. And, and when you're able to do those type of things, then it begins to take a toll on you and then you become even a better individual. This is fantastic. Your basketball skill set comes in because like for myself, I'm seeing the fundamentals. You're creating a platform for these kids to step into, visualize themselves, take their character issues and apply to what you're sharing with them. This is fantastic. I have to touch on the, uh, you're on the uh, board with the Wayman AME Church, and you're appointed the Stewart Board of Directors. So share with me, because I can feel the the church and the spirituality rising up in you a bit here, and you are involved in it. So to what degree and what are you looking to accomplish over there? And the thing that is, you know, when, when you're on what we consider it as what we call the Stewart Board, I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely a high standard. Um, and, and something that you really have to take serious. And, and, you know, I would be, I would be wrong to sit there and say, Hey, you know, Vince, you know what, man, I always cross every T and dotted every I, 
you know, but I know that there's a God and I know there's a forgiving God and I thank him each and every day for his grace and his mercy. Um, and, and the spirit part of it is that, you know, that's some of the stuff that you have to be able to instill in, you know, in others within your congregation. But the most important person that you have to instill that into and believe it is yourself, because you can't give someone else something that you don't even know. Or you can't give someone else something that you're not doing yourself. So it's almost like you have to take a self-inventory, mm. you know, and, and and what are you feeding? Are you feeding the flesh or are you feeding the spirit? You know, it's the spirit man versus the flesh man. And if you feed the thing and, and whatever you feed, that's what's going to grow. And whatever you feed, and that's all you're going to know. And whatever you feed, and that's really going to continue to do. You know, so so the spiritual side is very important and being able to, you know, manifest and actually to give that out, you know, to others. But the most important thing is it's something that you have to be able to receive. Connect with us on LinkedIn. Be our friend on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You are listening to Vince Cortez. We just want you to leave your mark. Now, this brings me up to your current job and you are now at Frederick Community College. So you're climbing the ladder. You started out coaching girls you go to high school now you're on a college level um is this this is a juco yes that is okay correct. so yeah no you're definitely climbing the ladder here now um you're you're very seasoned we can hear this by your approach and your experience speaks for itself so share with me some of the things that you like to instill or you've you've set as the new standard being the new coach there was this your second or third year coming up well, th this will be my second year. Okay. Coming. Yeah. Cause I knew the position was new. So uh, I'm in the locker room. I'm a new player and I want to hear what coach D got to say. Well, first of all, mindset means everything, you know, that that's the most important thing. And, and then you're talking about, you know, trust the process um, and believing in what it is, you know, that you're trying to get, you know, get across every, every player. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm truly humble and excited about this position. You know, I tell people all the time, sometimes, man, it, it, it could bring you to tears because the office that I'm sitting in at the college, okay, my college office, you know, is the same office that Mr. Al Panza, who was a, you know, who's passed away, he was the head coach there. So I'm in the same office as it was when he was recruiting me. I'm just on a different side of the seat. Uh, that, that becomes full circle. And then I'm truly humble and blessed by Mr. Larry Johnson, who actually was gracious enough to give me the call and, and, and our outgoing uh, president, Doc, Dr. Powell. Now we get ready to bring in a new president, you know, Anessa, um, Anessa Cheek, Dr. Anessa Cheek, the first African-American female president. And I'm just super excited to get, you know, get to working with her. But this is a great opportunity, man. I'm telling you, you know, to be able to change lives of, and I, I say young folks, but I'm saying change lives of families. When you're able to reach out, whether it's Zoom, whether it's in the house, wherever it may be, to get and give a kid an opportunity to do something that I wanted to do when I was a kid. And that's actually go to college and play at the next level. Wow. You know, but when you're in a lock, locker room, a lot of our talks are based upon, you know, not only just the X's and O's, but the game of life, because you, you, you have to have those things because the air is going to come out of the ball one day. And, and I always tell our guys each and every day, every day of practice, every day of workout, when I greet them and say, hey, good afternoon, whatever. And I always say, 
I pray that your family's doing well. And then I always ask, did you reach out to somebody in your family today that you haven't talked to in a long period of time? Because you don't want to be the one that says, I'm going to call them tomorrow because tomorrow may be too late. Maybe so it's, it's just really teaching these guys, you know, these young men, I'm sorry, you know, the true value of just the game of life, you know, and how you can actually collate this game of basketball with it because they both can run hand in hand, but it's just a matter of how you actually um, proceed and actually trust the process with it. This is fantastic. So as I asked all my guests, how would you like to be remembered? How you want to leave your mark? Well, one of the things is that, you know, don't, don't, don't remember me for what I didn't do. Okay. Remember me for what it was that I did do. And one of the things that, that, that people, you know, want people to realize is that, you know, I was a humble individual who wanted to just give back to the community and give the community to give, give young folks two big platforms. And that's hope and that's opportunity. Because if you can instill that, you that helium in the balloon. If I can give them the hope and opportunity, you know, as we always talk about sometimes, if I could, if I could give them that hope and opportunity, like I'm, I'm on the board of I Believe in Me, and our thing is that we want to be hope dealers, and, and that's what it's all about, being hope dealers. So I would love to be folks who remember me again, not for what I didn't do, but what I did do, and one of the things I did, I cared for, you know, young people. And I gave them two platforms, hope and opportunity. You're a man of action. That's all I can say. I mean, I'm looking at this and, and just knowing you throughout the years, uh, you, you get an idea and, and you make a decision, you move on it. And the results are in your resume. And it, it's a pleasure getting to talk to you and, and you know, uh, revisiting life all these years later. Uh, I'm very proud of you. And I appreciate you coming by and sharing your story. Well, I appreciate the opportunity, man. It's truly a blessing. It's always an honor to, to talk to you, my friend, whether it's on camera or off camera. You know, love you like a brother, man. I mean, yep. you know, he was there clearing together, you know, Campbell Hall. That special was, moments in your youth. That's right. That's right, you, man. You so, were the guy. That's right, man. I just give God all the praise on and the glory, man, because, you know, without him, there's no me. You know, so he's given me a lot of tools and, and, and opportunities to, you know, to change the lives of young folks. And that's what it's all about. You can't You're put a price tag job. on that at all. So thank you so much, man. All right. Well, we'll be watching for you ever, Frederick. We're going to watch you climb to the next level. I feel it coming. You got too much good in you to come out yet. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. All right. I'll talk right, to you man. soon. Okay. God bless you. Thanks, Vince. Thanks for listening to Leave Your Mark today. Tune into our next episode of Leave Your Mark with Vince Cortez. Be blessed. You just left your mark. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Listen to more episodes on demand. Just click Leave Your Mark with Vince Cortez. <laughs>